Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension School number 9. In this episode, we will be talking about the concept of group soul complexes as well as soul families. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, my friends. We are here again to learn all things Ascension, and I'm so glad that you came to listen and to co-create with me. Before we get started, I'm so excited because we are almost to the date of 2-22-22. So if you're listening to this right when I publish it, you will know we are about 12 days away from that. And I am doing some really awesome sessions, some mini sessions on, I'm actually doing them on 221 for people in Australia and New Zealand and on 222. And I've basically felt drawn to do some calibrations and integrations. And so if that sounds like something you feel resonates with you, check out the link below. You can sign up right there. I do have a few spots left, not very many, because I just only have so many hours in the day, but there could be some left. So if you feel like this is something you need to do, especially those of you who are feeling exhausted, I feel very strongly that if you're feeling exhausted, this could have to do with integrating energies. And as we go through these mini sessions, they're just 30 minutes long, I will help you go through a guided meditation. You're literally just going to relax and surrender as I take your body through the process of integrating physically some of these energies that have been so powerfully coming through, so powerfully coming through. I actually have something else coming up before 222, and that is our next Galactic Federation gathering. That's going to happen on Saturday, February 12th. It is so incredible to be able to connect to the Galactic Federation. We just had our January session at the very beginning of January. That's the only one I've done, and it was so powerful. So if you feel like you want to connect with the Galactic Federation, This Zoom gatherings that we do, you can literally participate to whatever level you want to. You can just listen in, but it's live channeling. I will channel right then and there information from the Galactic Federation. We've had different beings come through. The next day is a smaller gathering that I do. I still have a couple spots left in that too. That's my Arcturian Circle of Eight. If you feel super duper connected to the Arcturians and you've always wanted to just kind of reach out a little bit more, connecting with them at this gathering will calibrate your energy to receive more. A lot of people come to me and they're like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm part of their family, like I'm an Arcturian starseed, but I just don't know how to do, you know. I always say, listen, come to a gathering because energetically it's going to prep you for getting in contact with them on your own. It really, really will. So again, those two links are down below. I won't go into any more announcements after this, but I'm just really excited for these three upcoming events in this next week. Oh my goodness. Okay. Speaking of just this time period, if you're listening to this right when I publish it, I am holding space for you. I have literally had so many messages from people who are experiencing extreme exhaustion. They are feeling really, really tired. A lot of people are also processing a lot of shadow energy And it's come up as a theme. I see it in the collective because when I do my sessions, I promise you it's crazy, but I literally have the same theme come through for like two weeks. And Spirit's like, that's something everybody needs to hear. So I want to tell you, I already did a little meditation 
to help you integrate mirror realities. I think that's a big theme. And that's another reason why you're feeling exhausted. This other theme of the shadow work, I plan on doing an activation or meditation for that. And so keep an eye out for that because for those of you who are feeling it, feeling it, and you know who you are when I say this, I'm holding space. I'm planning on getting some stuff put out there for you to help you through this, to help you through this. It's it's kind of tough. It's a little bit rough, <laughs> but we can do it. We can do it. Okay, I'm going to move forward with our Ascension School message. The reason why I'm actually doing this message is because I published this reel, was actually just a reel on Instagram, and now I have a TikTok channel. So if you're on TikTok, you can find me at uh, it's activations underscore with underscore JJ. And you can check me out there. But I published this reel about soul families. And I had somebody, and you know who you are, because I know you listen to my YouTube channel a lot. Um, but I had somebody ask, please talk about that in one of your episodes. So guess what? That's what I'm going to talk about. It was really, really fascinating. First of all, I'm going to start out because the quote was about soul families, but I'm going to go back a little bit further than that. I'm using a soul integration by Sal Rochelle. It's a book. The link is below. Um, I highly recommend you get the book. It's on Kindle, which is really nice. You can literally download it in one, just a second. And I'm going to start out because he talks about group soul complexes first, and then kind of rolls it into what a soul family is. So I want to run through some of the main points of his book regarding group soul complexes. And some of it I'll quote directly. Other times I'll just kind of make comments. I'm going to start with a quote. He says, individuality as you know it occurs throughout the first seven levels of creation. In fact, your true essence is your individual seventh density soul. This is your spark of divinity that is there when you strip away all the levels and dimensions of outer reality. Beyond level seven, a very different progression of evolution takes place, one that is difficult to describe in earthly language. This is the primary reason there are so few teachers exploring this topic and writing about it. You have had few references to the oversoul, such as in the Jane Roberts Seth material. And I know that I have, as a side note, I know that I have some of you who are fans of the Jane Roberts Seth material. I want to dig into that in a future Ascension School episode. But for those of you who know who that is and what that is, it's a great resource. And a few stories and narratives that mention the oversoul in passing. You also have some channels who describe their entities as collectives or group soul complexes. For those of you who've been listening to me for a while, about a year ago, I interviewed Cindy Edison, who channels Joseph, and he is, it. it's not a he, it is a group soul complex. It is a combination of energies. She does that as well, and that just came up in my mind. The, the book continues by saying, we are going to take an in-depth look at group soul complexes at this time and hopefully shed some light on this mysterious topic. All right. The next part of the book explains how our linear thinking has a really, really hard time conceiving of being individual, but also being in a group at the same time. So like technically we're an individual, but we're still attached as a soul to a soul complex. And that's where the interesting part that came up, the quote that I gave um, about the soul family, which I, I, I promise I'm going to go get there in a second, but that's where that comes up. All right. So basically it says your linear minds are used to thinking of reality in three levels, 
which we are going to call conformity, individuality, and unity. In third-density humans, the dominant reality is one of conformity. You conform to certain beliefs, systems, prejudices, and lifestyles. When someone differs from the norm, they are considered weird, eccentric, or even crazy. The advantage of conformity is that large numbers of people are easy to control and direct, which is sometimes beneficial, but usually not. I think that's really interesting that he says that because most of the time when I think of that, I think it's bad, but it reminds me of a scene, or it's not just a scene, it's a theme in the movie, the Avengers movie, The Eternals. I don't know how many of you have watched that, but there is one of these demigods, the one of these demigods that comes down to the planet who's able to kind of mind control. And it, it shows how it can be beneficial, like it can stop war, but it also shows how it takes away free will. So just something to think about there. All right, let's talk about the next level, which is individuality. And a lot of you understand that. It's not hard. It's not a difficult term. But basically, it's kind of the unenlightened definition of free will, right? People tend to stay stuck there, though, because they're so afraid that if they move into unity, they will lose their sense of freedom and variety. They view unity as sameness rather than a greater freedom. In essence, they are confusing unity with conformity. Okay, I'm going to stop right there because something's jumping out to me. For those of you who are involved in politics, most of us are affected by politics, I want you to think just a second. I feel like there are two themes coming out in, in the political parties, especially in the United States. One of them is conformity, and the other is more focused on individuality. But at this point, I don't feel like they've really understood the concept of unity, which we're about to talk about right now. So this is related, he's, he goes on, I'm quoting again, this is related to the idea of surrendering your individual free will to God's will. First of all, the word surrender conjures up images of waving white flags and having an enemy take you over and force you to do what it wants. Okay, I want to stop for a moment and make sure you understand when he says God's will, he's talking about source or universe. This is not like a religious term that he's trying to use. He's just trying to get you to understand source energy. Even if you get over that inaccurate idea of what is meant here, you will still likely have programming from your lifetimes as a conformist. Giving up your individuality will bring up the fear that you are regressing back to your time of conformity. Wow. Wow. Does that resonate with any of you? I feel like there are a lot of people in that boat. Now, some of you, this might feel a little bit, um, you might resist a little bit to this. I feel like I'm sensing this. I can kind of tap into your energy as you're listening because right now this is a very touchy subject. All right. Very touchy subject. But I want you to open your mind up and open up your perspective a little bit, knowing this is Sal Rochelle's book. This is something he channeled and you have a right to co-create or not. You may agree with some of what he says and not all of it. Okay. So take it with a grain of salt. Just start thinking about it. Whenever you feel resistance, sometimes there's something to uncover there. There's some shadow work to be done. All right, moving on, he says, the idea of becoming one with God has a similar image associated with it. Here, it appears you're being asked to merge your highly creative individual self into an amorphous mass of sameness called God. While there may be unified souls who are doing the same thing in the same way, they are anything but conformists. 
They have simply chosen to work together to achieve goals and visions that are difficult to achieve individually. All right, I'm going to stop right there and talk for a second about how I feel these concepts relate to the new earth. All of you can see themes coming up in what he's saying. And I know that those of you who listen to my podcast listen to lots of things about the new earth. I know you're listening to other people who are talking about what it's like on the new earth. There are actually religious groups out there who have said, we think this is what it's going to be like. You know, and a lot of times they bring in like, uh, they talk about the Lord's coming and things like that. The, uh, the Armageddon and, and there's lots of stuff in the Bible. But what I'm trying to say is they talk about a time of peace, right? A time of peace and unity. And you can see how in the new earth, quote unquote, new earth, this idea of unity is going to be the main theme. I know it's really, really hard for some of us right now to even conceive of this being possible. And that's why I kind of wanted to pause because I could already feel a lot of us having subconscious programming rising up saying that will never happen. We're stuck at the individuality stage. Like let's just get everybody out of conformity and into individuality, right? Technically that's kind of what the matrix feels like in a way, like the idea of the matrix where everybody in the matrix is doing conformity and then everybody who's outside of the matrix is doing individuality, but it doesn't really talk about I don't feel like it really talks about unity too much. And I feel like there are a lot of people who kind of talk about unity, but it's it's just a little strange for us because of what he said. We have so much subconscious programming. My hope is that me talking about this for just a second and presenting these ideas to you might give you the motivation to sort of consider where your blocks might be or your resistance might be. And then just kind of start entertaining the thought of what unity means to you. What does unity consciousness mean? If you want to experience a super powerful energy of unity, I invite you to come to one of my soul family gatherings. Those of you who have been know what I'm talking about. It is, I cannot duplicate it anywhere else. But I do feel like we're tapping into the energy of the new earth when we do those soul family gatherings because we, we, we come together in this super awesome way and energetically just create the most amazing things. And everybody, when we're done, like everybody's speechless. I'm speechless. Like I have to end them and I'm like, okay, that was so powerful, you know, and we all just go our way. But it's, I feel like it's a taste of what's going to happen on the new earth. I really, really do. All right, I want to move on and, and make sure I have a, a second longer to talk about this soul family, this soul family idea, okay? So he, he continues on saying that unity is the level right below group soul complexes. Within unity, there is diversity and individuality. Within a group soul complex, there is unity, diversity, and individuality. Each member of the group is a free will sovereign entity. However, such a group has chosen to put their minds and hearts together in a synergistic way that transcends the unity experienced on earth. It is as though the group has one mind and one heart, even though each member has full autonomy and free will. Think of the closest knit family you can possibly imagine and then think of something a hundred times as close knit and you will get an idea of what a group soul complex is like. Then he talks about what it takes to be part of a group soul complex, and it has to do with some of our gifts with telepathy, tapping into other people's hearts. 
But basically he says, as you grow and evolve and return to your true essence in seventh density, you will begin to experience the beauty and majesty of group soul complexes. But here's the, here's the real kicker, right? You already have one group firmly established and that is your soul family. Sometimes when in deep meditation, you may be able to tap into them and feel a profound sense of family, of oneness with each of the members. Now here's the quote that I put in the reel that I think is so powerful. Take a moment right now to simply become aware of your soul family in the higher realms. Notice that they are monitoring you and loving you from a place deeper than your heart and vaster than your mind. Know that you have never actually left your soul family. You are merely having an experience of duality on earth while still safely tucked within their wings. Okay, that's where I'm going to stop because that is such a powerful, powerful observation. And I want to let you pause and integrate that. I also want to let you know that you should keep an eye out because in the next few days, I'm going to publish a guided meditation activation which will assist you to sense and connect with your soul family energetically. A lot of us are feeling alone. We're knowing we're part of something bigger because our awareness is being heightened. We're changing density. And when you do that, your perspective changes and you get additional senses. You start to become aware of things you didn't think about or realize or notice before. The veil is becoming thin. And you're starting to have memories, very faint ones, of your soul family. And I know a lot of you are feeling a longing, a sense of longing. As I do the soul integration process with people, I feel like we're, we're kind of tapping into that energy of wanting to be whole again, wanting to be uni unified, you know, this idea of unity. And it can also happen as you begin to tap into your soul family. So I'm really excited to put out a meditation where you can do that and hold space for you to do that. Okay, my friends. We are coming to the end of this episode. If you've stayed this long, thank you for listening all the way to the end. I want to invite you to tell me your thoughts and feelings about what we've talked about today. And then also remember, if you want to read more about it, because we just touched the tip of the iceberg, you can find Sal Rochelle's book on Amazon. It's called Soul Integration. Lastly, I want to make sure that I take a quick second to invite you to like and subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already, it, it's much appreciated if you can do that. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love and honoring the divine being that you are.